All right, here we go. Episode 17 of the Glass Chin MMA podcast. This is Josh Fisher, one of your three hosts. I am here with Cole Dieters. Cole, how are we doing? Good. How are you doing, you oh, guys? We're doing great. We're doing great. And uh, Cole and I, are, Cole and I, are, yeah, Cole and I are what we call, or what most people call, the Iron Men of the podcast world. We don't miss episodes. Um, our, our girlfriends will tell you, podcast comes first. We prioritize the pod. We lost. Yes. Good, we lost our good a good man Noah, our third host today. He is MIA, missing in action. Uh, he will be back next week, though. Um, but yeah, you get to listen to just Cole and I today. We're just gonna. We didn't have anything to break down from this past weekend. There wasn't even any like crazy boxing fights or anything to talk uh-huh. about. Um, I was say usually there's something crazy going on, at least like bare knuckle or boxing. There's or, nothing. Something um, but so we got nothing there to talk about. But we're just gonna BS. There's some fun topics that have come up. Um, over the p- course of the past week, and then we got a uh, fight night, a flyweight main event this weekend that we will be breaking down, and that is the itinerary for today. Um, Cole, just on a scale of one to ten, how are you feeling today? Oh, dude, ten always. What do you mean? I'm pretty excited. I mean, of course, nothing like too crazy to talk about, especially if just us two rolling with it. But hey, we'll have a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always have a good time. Hard not to have a good time when you're drinking whiskey with your buddies. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying Canadian whiskey, by the way, and oofta. No offense to all of you Canadians out there, but it is hard going down right now. Hopefully, by the time I get to my second glass, yeah, I'll be yeah. good. I will say that we to stay tuned, stay up to date with the Glass Chin Pod. Because we are working on our first, having our first interview here within the next couple weeks to a month. Go Cole, oh. fun fact, breaking news to you. Um, that's what I'm so sick. We're, we're, we're working on that. We're in the process. Um, but yeah, so I think, I mean, oh yeah, another disclaimer. If you haven't, go listen to our, la- our podcast last week. Cole, Noah, and I were in person, live together, um, post nine round golf match. And it was it was a lot of fun. We were just BSing the whole time. Um, go go check that out. That was one of that was a that was a fun pod pod to record, and we're gonna match that this week. So yeah, being I, together is a different different story though. That was so much fun. More yeah. conversating, like or what, just exactly what you said before we started. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, conversating is not a word, but I like it. Um, Convert whatever. <laughs> just giving you shit. Um, okay, so I think. I want to start with, I literally just got this notification on my phone, maybe five minutes ago, but UFC five-round main event in November. We Dude, had, shut up. I literally was going to bring this up. Curtis Blades oh. and Gileton Almeida. Almeida, baby, is back. <laughs> he is taking a, that is a step up. They're, they're giving that him a grappler. It. It's just, is Blades going to, Blades has quite possibly the lowest fight IQ in the history of heavyweights, so. I think that'll hurt him, but Blades is so tough, actually, and compared to everyone that Omida's fought, like, dude, that's going to be a brawl, I think. No, it'll be a good fight. It'll be a really good fight. It's just that I think Blades is going to, like, for some reason, Blades likes to, lately at least, he, he tends to try to, if he doesn't get that first takedown or whatever, he tries to, like, beat people at what they're best at. Like he tried to strike with Pavlovich. Right. He couldn't Just to land prove a, a point. He, almost, yeah, he, couldn't, like... he couldn't land a takedown on Lewis, so he started striking with him, and they got caught with an uppercut when he shot. Like, right. is he gonna try to grapple with Almeida, or is he gonna do what he should do and try to just wrestle him and take top position and ground? I was gonna him? say they kind of <laughs> both like he kind of almost has to do what Almeida's good at a little yeah. bit. I don't know. It's just hard to avoid. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, I, my first impression, first thing that comes to my mind, I am going Almeida, Almeida first round knockout. Whoa. I think KO. He, I, yeah, I think he KOs, KOs him. Cause I think Blades, Blades, I th- he's going to, he's going to do something stupid. <laughs> like he's going to make a bad decision. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think, I, think it'll be I think it'll definitely be a finish. Blades but, was like, I feel like Blades was that guy when the heavyweight division was sorting out with Nganu and Miocic and Cormier was there and everything. Blades was always the per- people or the person people were like, give this man a shot. Like he's the one, like you're holding up blades at blades and this and that, like he can do it. 
And then he's out. Anytime he gets one fight away, he just gets rocked. Like just one of those guys that can't make it that final step for sure. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we did talk super high about him when he was on that little streak. Yeah. I mean, dude, when he's on top, like his elbows are disgusting. Yeah. But of course, yeah, he's kind of hit a wall now. Mm-hmm. And with that, I want to stay in the heavyweight division here because Chael Sonnen came out with a little conversation that Stipe. And John Jones fell through, and they're now trying for, trying to schedule John Jones Pavlovich. I haven't seen that. I think I believe it was Chael who said it, it came out with that about. Gosh, is that really, the next best they could do. Dude, Miocic, what, that dude doesn't fight. They're literally he doesn't deserve an instant title fight right now with how long he sat out, and they're giving him a title yeah. fight against the greatest of all time, like in Madison Square Garden. What more do you want? Like no, yeah. If he's not accepting that, and that'd be—I mean—that was the fight that everyone kind of thought he would accept, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Why in a final fight? Why wouldn't he want to fight to go? He's annoying. It's just annoying. Sipe is kind of annoying me. It's like, dude, if you like, if you're just gonna retire, if you're just gonna retire, retire. That's cool. You're old. Like, I get it. He's old. But no, he never really came out and said that, has he? Like, he's kind of just—he just gets—he like wants it. He just gets super weird. I feel like he just gets a kick out of holding up the division. Like, he went to the Jones-Gone fight and everything. Like, he was there, and he was in the crowd and all that. It's like, what the hell? Just what the hell? Um, so, Jones-Pavlovich, right now, like, that's that'd be the next up, they said. And I don't know. We'll see. I feel like Jones want, Jones probably wants bigger for his retirement fight, I would think. Yeah. So, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, there is... Was it announced a week, week and a half ago, something like that? UFC, it'd be two. Oh my gosh, when it, what number is it? I don't know what number it is, but it's uh they announced the next New Zealand pay per view, or Australia. Was it New Zealand or Australia? I don't think it's New Zealand. Was it Australia? Then it would have been have Australia. They, when have have they fought there? In New in New Zealand. Yeah. I think so. UFC 293 in Sydney, Australia. Okay, that's what it is. And this is what I think is interesting about that is, so it's in Australia. So your headliners, the two people that come to mind headlight that are Volk and Izzy. I was going to say Volk, yeah, Volk for sure. Yeah, Volk fights, that's the thing. It, Why Izzy? But here's the thing, it's going to be, well, Izzy is New Zealand, which is oh, right there. Izzy's already, yeah. I got you, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, Izzy has headlined in Australia before, so... Um, no, I think so. Is that when he, did he, I know he fought Whitaker over there, but, uh, I don't know if that was a headliner, but okay. So it's UFC. It would make sense to be there then too in Australia. Mm -hmm. So UFC 293 in September. Here's the thing though. That's weird. So Volk fights in July at UFC 290 and against Yair. Right. So if Volk, that's only a two month layoff for Volk. If he, say, if he beats Yair, um, and then you think of the fight that was made for Izzy's next opponent was Whitaker versus Duplessis, which is on yeah. that same card, July 10th. Like, that's only a two-month layoff for whoever wins that fight, Whitaker or Duplessis. Yeah. Like, Nobody's if, fighting quick. So have you seen this rumor, Cole? And a lot of people have been talking about that Izzy will be headlining that card at light heavyweight against Jamal Hill. Oh, I have seen, <laughs> dude, I have seen stuff about that, and I think that would be absolutely awesome. That'd be a banger. I think that's the, no, because I think, I don't know what it was, last week's podcast maybe I tried like, or I tried thinking about it and breaking that down, but I remember that's, like, that was my end result, was Izzy against Hill. Yeah. And I, and, dude, we need. And, like, it makes sense if, like, God, I wish I saw that breakdown again. It makes sense if Whitaker or Duplessis, whoever wins that, like that's a fast turnaround, especially for like Duplessis to turn around who's never yeah. fought Izzy before. Whitaker will win that fight, but like even when Whitaker's fought him twice, like that's a fast turn turnaround. And yet, I mean, that's barring no injury and everything. Jamal Hill, like if Yuri's not ready to fight, then by September. No. Um, like, if he's not ready with his injury, there's not another contender at light heavyweight. Izzy's yeah, the, big, right. Izzy's the and, biggest name that the UFC has right now. Like, and he might, and not, he might not deserve a instant light heavyweight shot after he lost his last one. 
but it's just like wrestle fuck though. Yeah, like you know, the UFC is all about, is a cash grab. All they want is money, and that'd make them more money than main eventing with like. I mean, otherwise, who are you? Are you feeding Izzy Sean Strickland or something like? Because no, yeah, that's stupid. I, I mean, I think even styles wise, that kind of makes sense with him moving up to light heavyweight with Hill. Yeah, like not like that Yan fight where, like I said, just wrestling like yeah is he's not going to do with that like he can't do anything with that weight on top yeah. of him and wrestling actually yeah ufc or izzy jamal hill would be awesome so be awesome. izzy i think it, yeah izzy will headline that event it's just a matter of against who but i think they're planning on announcing it in the coming days or weeks i believe well, it's coming out like pretty soon that's a month yeah a little less or a little more than a month away september Oh, they said. I think you're talking about July still. No, no. So it's like, dude, September's like. That's, yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, no, but, but still, I feel like they announced that was pretty quick. Yeah, I feel like they're either going to announce Izzy Jamal Hill or they're going to say Izzy gets. Like, they've said, like, the winner of Whitaker Duplessis gets that, but there's you can't guarantee either of them are going to be ready in two months. Um, so, unless you're. I mean, who else are you going to give them? I mean, I guess Cannoneer and Vittori fight again fight soon but like both of them have recent title shots like i don't know i don't know <laughs> like, i mean i do like jared a lot because doesn't izzy want to fight him too really bad they already did no they fought last year god i'm dumb yeah and izzy dominated him like jared was frozen um i mean i think jared is so good but he just gets yeah. stuck i don't know what the deal is with him so here like let me let's play matchmaker here cole like I'm looking, I'm pulling up the rankings right now. I know that's that. That's what I just pulled like, up right okay, now. Middle, let's just walk through it. So number one, Alex Pereira already moved up. He's moved confirmed, moved up to light heavyweight, fighting July 29th against Jan Blahovic. Yeah, against Jan Blahovic. I think 29th, 27th, one of the two, um, something like that. And then you got Robert Whitaker, who is fighting Duplessis. You got Marvin Vittori, who is fighting. Number four, Cannoneer. Number five is Paulo Costa, who was matched up with um, Ikram Alaskarov. And then you got, and they're fighting late July. You got Sean Strickland, who's fighting Abus Magomedov, and I think that's July as well. It's, I think. Um, I, you can, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You're already at past the top seven have fights booked. <laughs> and then, Derek Brunson, yeah, Derek Brunson's coming off a loss. Roman Delidze is coming off a loss. Jack Hermanson's coming off a loss. I believe. Yeah, like, who, like who do? You, there's nobody for Izzy to fight. <laughs> yeah, besides Jamal Hill. Like, there's nobody. So, uh, yeah, um, I think they. I think that's Roman's yeah. Not big of a light heavyweight, right? What do you say? I feel like he's not that big of a light heavyweight. Uh, Jamal, he doesn't. It, he doesn't look, seem like he cuts weight literally at all. If I'm being honest, like he just, I don't. No, he yeah, I agree. Um, oh my lord. Uh, okay, mm. so that's what that's yeah that's that Izzy stuff that's just came out. Um, the uh, so another thing I haven't watched the first episode yet. Have you? Did you watch episode one of the Ultimate Fighter? I did not, but I watched like all the highlights and stuff. Yeah. Like I was literally gonna bring that up. It's uh, so good. I was gonna say, don't, don't spoil it because tonight I'm gonna sit down and watch that first episode because I missed it. Um, but yeah, because I really want to watch. I actually really really want to watch that. Um, but I don't I, think you did. Could, you see the way they drafted? I did not. Like that's like just like based off the clips. Like they just did the prospects versus veterans. And I think – I know it was the 155 pounds for sure, and I think it was – God, like either 130 – I think it was 135, 135 and 155, and then it was prospects and veterans for each division. Connor got – or Connor drafted the prospects because he got the number one pick. Does that surprise you or not really? I didn't know that. Um, I also – I can see – I the, there was one clip I saw of Connor missing the weigh-in. <laughs> Like he just didn't go to the first weigh in for Ultimate Fighter. I don't know how invested Connor's gonna be in yeah. coaching. Like I really don't. As much as I love the guy. I mean, it seems like based off the clips and stuff, like he's sparring with them and I don't know, he, they make it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure in the next round, 
uh, Michael Chandler got the first pick, and he picked the veterans. So they, okay. it's literally completely veterans versus the prospects. And what are the what are the weight classes? One fifty five, and is it band? One, I know it's one fifty five for sure. Then my guess, I'm pretty sure it's one thirty. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, gotcha. Because the guys look pretty tiny um, in all the videos. Perfect. So, I speaking of Chandler, another. Uh, there was, you know how Daniel Cormier, when there's big fights that get announced, like main events, he'll do like the side by side interviews with the two people that are fighting. Yeah. Like he did one with Poye and Gaethje. Okay. And I swear to God, Dustin's sitting there calling, like he's calling Michael Chandler fake and this and that. like he's getting asked questions about his fight with Gaethje, and then he got asked about the Ultimate Fighter. He's talking about how fake Chandler is and this and that. I. He is the big biggest weekly hate train on Dustin Poirier from this podcast. I he's the he is the fakest fighter I've ever we seen. We are we talk he is so, shit about Dustin Poirier probably out of anybody. He all he does is complain. He like he can if he loses he'll complain. If he wins he'll complain. Um, like it's always something. Like even, even when he, if he wins, yeah, like if he wins. Uh, when when McGregor broke his leg when they were fighting. I know, like, I wasn't, we, nobody expected Dustin to be all, like, lovey-dovey with Connor because they're obviously feuding, but instead of celebrating his when he's going out talking about how McGregor was holding his gloves and cheating throughout the fight. And then, obviously, he beat, he finishes Michael Chandler, and and, and Michael Chandler comes up, like, I understand, like, it's like, and he's, then he, he gets mad at Chandler in the they ring. They talked about it before the interview. Yeah. He gets mad, he gets mad, like, at Chandler in the ring, and then he gets mad at, he got mad at the ref, too. So it's just it sucks. Um, so I don't. Yeah, it was it was just weird. Um, I just yeah, that guy is uh, can't can't stand him. Cole, Cole, I can see you. Did you freeze up? Yeah, you're What's good. Up? Yeah, you froze for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. Confused. We were both frozen for okay. a bit. I was just like riding. I was riding with it. Okay, but yeah, so that that happened, and uh, yeah, I was annoyed. I can't. I just hate that man. I'm. I need him. I, I just, oh yeah, and he uh, apparently, he, oh yeah, in that interview, Dustin also said the winner uh, of him and Gaethje deserves a guaranteed title shot. It's like, are you going to, like. <laughs> you just take your head. It's like. Well, Dude, I, how much do you think Gaethje's going to be around? I think I he's know. done after this. I think Gaethje's he, next loss, he's done. Yeah, I, think, I agree. I don't but, think. Duke can't take anymore. He has nothingness behind those eyes of his. The winner, like the winner of Benny and Oliveira. I don't don't care who it is. Whoever wins that gets the next title shot. Like Charles didn't. Get, Charles didn't. Yeah, Charles didn't complain for an instant title like title shot after he lost. Like, yeah, like, a tough road. Like and like he beat. He finished Chandler. Finished Dustin. Finished Gaethje. He lost to Islam. He didn't sit there and complain and call for an instant rematch or anything like that right away. Like, he's going out to fight Benil Dariush, who nobody else would fight. Like, yeah, dude went through the gauntlet. Now he's picking up that. I dude, I don't think he. If he wins this fight, he's the real deal. Like yeah. that's all you can say. But he's really gone through the and gauntlet. The, and the nice thing about like Dariush was fighting the young guys. Dariush fought Gamera. Right. And like, or Benny, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. probably had it the worst. Yeah, and then. Gaethje fought. Gaethje did dip down a little bit. He fought Fazeev. Dustin Poirier refuses to fight anybody. No, to fight anybody that isn't his choosing. It's ridiculous. Um, so I'm just ready. I'm ready for him to be done. I'm so sick of him calling. Like he'll call out fighters and then never do anything about it when they accept. Like that whole Colby Covington spiel when you talk about beating Colby's ass in the streets and this and that. Colby calls him. Colby offers him a fight. He's silent, like just like what the hell. But uh, yeah, so I'm done with him. I'm trying to. <laughs> Sorry, Leo's here. My um, there was one thing, Cole. What I wanted to do with you is, I'm finding it on Twitter right now. So there is a MMA reporter. Um, on Twitter, he goes by the name Alex Behunin, Behunin, okay? And he does this every single week on Twitter with the fighters of that card that are coming out. He call it, It's called Humanizing Athletes. And I think it's super interesting. So what he does, so like I'm looking at the one he did with Alex Caceres right now for this weekend. He just goes through 
and he asks him all these random questions about him as a person and everything and then he gets into fighting and things like that um and you just get to learn random stuff about each fighter okay that's basically what it is so i'm gonna go down the list and me and you are gonna do this i'll make some i just wanted i just want to hear your answers okay okay I'm, I'm looking at it right now cole what is your favorite food wait we're gonna like i'm saying my shit yeah you say it and then i'll answer it Ooh, this one is hard <laughs> right i you know what right now let me roll with sushi well, that kind is, of broad, but I'm wrong with sushi. That is a horrid answer. Absolutely horrid answer. Are you um, going to say pizza? No. No, not pizza. I'm going chicken wings, and I'm going to give you a reason why. So Maybe That's just uh, Okay, yeah. No, you, think, you think about pizza, right? It's hard to have bad pizza. You can have bad pizza, but, like, good pizza is not going to blow your mind away, right? Chicken wings. It's hard to have bad chicken wings. You can have bad chicken wings, but great chicken wings just, they're so elevated they're so above the rest it's crazy um, have you ever had sushi my man i don't like oh, no i don't like dude, who, good don't, sushi roll. no my god dude, dude it's meat cook it i don't want to eat your, i don't want to eat raw shit you can have cooked like cooked chicken and sushi I, yeah cooked chicken if, if it has seafood in it i'm not interested okay <laughs> favorite drink Ooh, uh, shoot. Give me, God, what I drink most, vodka lemonade, dude. Oh, we're going alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say Coke. I'm a Coke Zero guy, but if we're going alcohol. You drink pop on the regular? I like Coke Zero and Sprite, and Sprite Zero. I I'm surprised you didn't say like, uh, rain white gummy bear. I do. No, if I went rain, it'd be a rainbow sherbet best energy drink you can get if we're going alcohol a good old a good old uh no actually no if we're going alcohol i'm going bloody mary 100 percent. nice i was gonna say bloody mary too but i was like quantity wise i definitely yeah. don't i drink so many more vodka on days of bloodies favorite color red purple favorite movie oh, oh come on that one's hard i want to hear yours first I have so many. Uh, I know. Okay, I got. I have. Okay, I got two. I have a funny movie. My favorite comedy movie of all time is Airplane. From I believe it's 1980, which is the best dad jokes, best dry humor you'll ever see, and it's it's so past its point, or it was so (laughs) far ahead of its time. So hilarious. I laugh. Probably seen it 20 times now, and I laugh every time. Outside of that, there's a movie I watched on the plane that came out a little while ago, but I watched a couple months ago. It's called Whiplash. Snake on a plane? No. Whiplash. That movie is insane. It's about a drummer, um, and it's Miles. With uh, Miles Teller? Yeah, Miles Teller. That movie is awesome. I agree. That movie is so intense. Like, I don't know. If you're talking about acting, straight acting, that movie, like, you can't get much better Mm, than Whiplash. I agree. Um, if I had to go like my favorite movie for myself, give me like Interstellar. Fun fact, I have never seen Interstellar. Shut your mouth. I am serious. I've it, never seen it. It would be actually blown. Never seen Interstellar. So long, but it's so good. Um, so I've, sad. I've heard it's. I've heard it's good. I do need to watch it. I need to watch it. I do. Okay. Favorite TV show. You're gonna like this. No, actually, yeah. Community. Dude, same. <laughs> we actually matched on last yeah. I told you you'd like this. Community. Uh, the Office is great. Like, those sitcoms are community great. Community beat The Office com- for me. Community, I, their humor is unmatched. Troy and Abed have the best TV friendship <laughs> in the world. Oh, my God. You got Pierce in there who has just got the old, dry humor that's Pierce. offensive. <laughs> um, it's just great. Ken Jeong, that was the start of Ken Jeong. Oh my, it's perfect. It's perfect. Cole, oh, I didn't know about the start of him. I, well, like, I don't, not the, the start. No, I, that's just, that's the earliest I watched, because that was before The Hangover, wasn't it? It's, it had, yeah, 100%. I believe so, yeah. Um, it's just crazy that Ken Jeong legitimately went from being a doctor to being in that community in The Hangover. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that's for sure. So that happened. That was, uh, but yeah, community, if you haven't seen it, see it. Um, (laughs) then shoot, there we go. Discord is back. Favorite video game call. Dang, dude. That one is hard, actually. I've played so many. Yeah. I mean, Cole so many Cole. freaking video games, honestly. Cole Fairy I, story mode, though. I was gonna say Cole and I are both gamers, so uh, this is a good yeah. question. Well, we play a lot of sports games and stuff, but st- all right. Honestly, give me Madden for sports game right now, okay. and then give me Witcher three for sto- best ever story mode game. So I've never played The Witcher. I shouldn't call myself a gamer because I haven't played all the big ones for sports games. Dude, I want to say 2K, but it's fallen off the map the last couple of years. But like old, like prime 2K, like when we all were out there playing, that was so incredible. Um, so sports games, I'm still going to go 2K. Madden is a close second. Madden is very close. Yeah. Um, Dude, JK, you see he's probably going to be on the cover for the next yeah, Madden. Justin Jefferson. And then, oh, you have to cop it. And then in terms of not Madden, I am going – with what I believe to be the most underrated Call of Duty game, and that's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. That was my favorite Call of Duty of all time. I don't think that's underrated, honestly. That's no, it's just because like when it, whenever you ask people what the best one is, they'll say Black Ops 2. 2. They'll say, yeah, right. Call of Duty 4, like those ones. I'm a Modern yeah. Warfare 3 guy. Okay. Cole, this is another tough one. Favorite song. Oh, I can't even, I don't even think I could answer that. I mean, probably something by like Eminem if I have to think about it. Eminem, okay. I mean, probably like just someone that I've listened to like the longest is what I'm thinking. Okay, well, give me, like, give me a song. Sports and stuff, there's probably no artist that I listen to more than him. Give me a song. Just give me, what's the first one that comes to mind? I mean, on, well, the first one is just like from the movie "Lose Yourself." It's on oh, every probably yeah. ten seconds on the movie Eight Mile. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll be honest, I just have to say that just very OG. Gotcha. Um, for me, favorite song. Favorite song is tough. I, I, my favorite artist of all time is Kendrick Lamar, but I have to go Kanye for my favorite song of all time, and I'm going "Runaway." Runaway is my favorite favorite song yeah. of all time piano everything the piano yeah. entrance yeah. ever unbelievable oh no, next, no that yeah. song is funny though oh there it Such is next one song. favorite band or musician kendrick lamar eminem cole is that yours give me honest uh yeah eminem or kanye west gotcha that's fair favorite place or like dream dream place to travel to Dubai. Dubai. That's an interesting one. Okay. Yeah, I want to look at that place. So let me watch a fight there. In Dubai? <laughs> okay. I, mine's mine, Mine's always been Italy. I've always wanted to go to Italy. I don't know why. I just always have. Okay. Favorite animal? A dog. A dog. I love. I, I see, I, I was an animal nerd growing up. I'd still say my favorite I think gorillas are so sick. <laughs> gorillas are super cool. They're pretty much just us, just dumber versions of. Actually, I can't even say that. They're probably smarter than we are, but just <laughs> you know what I mean. Um. Okay. Favorite. Cur- favorite all-time fighter. Ooh. Chuck Liddell, Ice Man. I don't have a, Dude. you know, I, I guess I could use, I mean, if Francis counts as current, I won't use them. If I'm going all time, I'm going, it's Robbie Lawler for me, Robbie Lawler or Anthony, yeah. or Anthony Pettis. It's one of those two. Um, and then when it comes to current, it's Francis and Ganu for me. I guess you can still call him current. What about you? Who's your favorite or favorite current fighter? John Jones, for sure. Favorite athlete. Ooh, right now, Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins. No! <laughs> He's my pride and joy. I love him. I hate you. Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins or it's Anthony Edwards. Those are my those are my two. Anthony Edwards too. Yeah. Favorite Good all thing. favorite all time fight to watch. 
Ooh. You, I mean, I'll bring back Robbie Lawler. Give me Robbie and Rory. I am going to say it's not considered one of the best of all time, but I'm most entertained I've been is Paulo Costa, Yoel Romero. So I'm going with that because <laughs> that, that was a meme fight and it was awesome. Um, all right. Favorite knockout? Dude, that one's tough. There's a lot of them. I was just going to say my favorite kick is probably Pettis' off the fence, but he didn't knock him yeah, out. Yeah, he, did he, he? he didn't knock him out. No, he didn't knock him out. Uh, what about – dang, bro, I don't know. <laughs> this. Let me hear yours. There's so many clean no, knockouts. I'm going – no, mine's Nganu over him. That's my favorite. It's it? Yeah, because it just, well, just yeah, and because Nganu is my favorite guy, so like it just had a little bit more meaning, I guess. Yeah, that's fair enough. What are you going with? What are you? What are you thinking? God, dude, I was hoping we could just skip my answer. <laughs> I was hoping you just completely forgot about it. Um. God, I don't know, man. I don't. I honestly couldn't name a favorite knockout. I can name like a favorite submission, and that's well, John Jones and Leota. I guess that was my next question was submission. I'm going. Mine's the same one, Jones and Leota. That one's great. Yeah. Um, also, a big fan of whoever. I don't even know the guy's name, but the guy that reverse triangled Jorge Masvidal because I don't like Jorge Masvidal, so I can appreciate that one. Um, let's, let's see. Favorite sport to watch other than MMA. Football. Got it. Got it. I'm going. You know. So say you're not going to. I'm probably going to go bat. I'm probably. I. I prefer basketball. I think just barely to football. Barely. Um. And then last one is favorite hobby. No. Yeah. There's Ooh. two more. Favorite hobby is one though. I would have to say video games, dude. I would say. See my favorite hobby. I I just I love I love movies. I, I love dabbling in movies and getting new movies on my list. Favorite Dude, and then last one. Favorite, favorite quote or saying. Oh my gosh, dude! I am going. What with, is it? I'm going with uh, my balls is hot by Derek Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're just, I'm trying to think of the one I used to say it all the fucking time when I was little I don't really remember no but I love if we're talking fighters wise I love when fighters just say the or what did Connor say and Volk tweeted he's like anytime anywhere yeah. anyway yeah. and then Connor tweeted he's like why don't you say 155 then by the way that's my line yeah. <laughs> no that's yeah. just I don't know that gets me going so yeah Alec Buhu Alex Buhunin, I don't know how you say his last name, does it with like literally every fighter on the card every week on Twitter. So it's kind of – and then they, they do Connor, other ones. They do other ones. What do you say? I didn't answer my knockout. Speaking of Connor, I just oh. thought about it when he KO'd Aldo. Okay, gotcha. I feel like that's – I'll give that for okay. Move on. That's not, it's cool because uh, like he also asked him like your like favorite of your own fights to watch, your favorite submission to practice, and different things like that. I'm just, I gotta look into the, I gotta look this shit up. He does some cool ones. Like he just posted one with um, Alex Caceres yesterday. That's what I was looking at. But yeah, he does them. He does them every single week. Well, um, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. But okay, let's talk about this fight night this weekend, Cole. I'm pulling the card back up on my phone. We got um, so it's a flyweight main event, which is the I think it's like the first non pay per view flyweight main event in like four years or something crazy. Um, so that's kind of wild because we haven't had one of those in literally forever. Um, there are some names I know on the uh, prelims. Like it's not it's not a terrible card, but like, I mean like yeah you got uh Demont Demont Blackshear and Luan Lacerda, Philippe Lins is the guy that knocked out OSP, um, you do have Andre Arlovsky fighting um Dante Mays who I hate for losing me money. He was one of those people I DM'd. Oh, 
um, telling him he sucks after he lost. Um, main event or lightweight or lightweight prelim feature bout. Jamie Malarkey. He's always entertaining. He's fighting Mohamed Naimov. Naimov. It's his UFC debut coming in on short notice, and he's a minus three twenty five favorite over Malarkey. <laughs> So, and that's the debut guy? Yeah, so this guy must be good, must be special. That's so weird. Usually they just have it like a wash for the debut people or the odds are just swept yeah. through. Um So yeah, and then we got the then we got the main card. Uh so let's walk through our picks here, Cole. First Nermagomedov. Yeah, every time you see a Nermagomedov, you lean that way. We got Abu Bakar. Nurmagomedov in a pick'em basically against Elizu Dos Santos. I don't know how to say his first name, but he just goes by EDS basically. Um, he is a striker. He is fun to watch. I have watched uh, him fight before, and he is he is a good. You're talking player. Santos. Yeah, Dos Santos EDS. He has like he has a. Uh, he's fought some big. He's fought some names. He fought Li, Li Jingliang. Um, ended up being a no contest. Um, I don't know why it was a no contest, but it was. Fought Benoit Saint Denis. He fought Luigi Vendramini. He fought. He beat. He. Oh, that's who does EDS is the first guy to ever knock out Sean Strickland in uh, mixed martial arts. Fun fact: with a head kick, I believe it was either head kick or spinning kick. He also Damn. he also beat Max Griffin, Max Payne Griffin. Um, he this dude can strike. He really can. Um, so I, it's an interest, it's more interesting than people would think because whenever they see Nurmagomedov, you lean that way, but I'm going, I'm going with EDS. I want to Elizu Dos Santos. That's who I'm picking. How, how do you think it's going to go? Um, ED, from what I, I've been, I actually, I was watching some TikToks more on more of a breakdown of this guy today. Apparently he's got good takedown defense. Nurmaga about Abu Bakar, like he's not one of the crazy, crazy, crazy like good um, Dagestani's. Not that he's bad; he's obviously good. But uh, yeah, like he's. I just feel like I feel like it goes to decision, and EDS wins by just stuffing enough takedowns and landing more significant strikes. I'm gonna say I don't think either of them are gonna go for many takedowns, aren't they? Both kind of strikers. Um. Let's see, Abu Bakar. I mean, yeah, Abu Bakar has he shoots he shoots uh, over yeah he shoots for or he lands over one takedown a fight so like he'll grapple more. EDS won't grapple at all. I think EDS he's either gonna knock him out or he's gonna win by decisions. My prediction. I was gonna say because I'm really looking at this one for my underdog that we're gonna say later. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of asking more questions about. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the way, dude, yeah, this might be the first. I always say, do not bet against the guys with the beers and no mustache. <laughs> yeah. But give me EDS, dude. Come yeah. on. We're riding it. <laughs> All right. We love it. Come on. We love it. Um, next fight, we got Karine Silva, Ketlin Souza. We're not going to talk too much on it. I am taking, I'm just going to take the betting favorite, taking Silva. I going to say it's another debut here, isn't it, for yeah. Ketlin? Is this like Jacare's sister? Dude, I think half of Brazil's last name is Souza, and the other half right, is whatever. Silva. So um, I'm, ta- I'm taking Karine Silva. Gosh, dude, I, why would they give a debut? All right, give me Silva. Yep. You're making me nervous. I was going to go with the debut here, but. Okay, this fight is interesting, this next one. It's another flyweight. Tim Elliott and Vic- Victor Altamirano. Murano. Tim Elliott, you got to root for the guy because of this drama dude. going on in his life. His wife cheating on him. What, what, okay, remind, tell, correct me if I'm wrong. His wife cheated on him. Like with his best man. With his best man. Or the man. guy that spoke at his wedding. Like the dude that like did their vows or some shit. Interesting. Okay. So there's No, it was nuts. In the, pot, in the interview, he literally said there's a picture of Santa Claus, which is the guy that his wife cheated on him with, and him and his wife and his kids sitting on Santa's lap. Wow. And Santa's the guy that his wife effed. Yeah. So does Wild. that... Is that? Do you think that? that is, no, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, you feel terrible for the guy. Tim Elliott to the freaking moon, dude. Tim Elliott is knocking this mofo out. Is that? 
does that kind of like yeah you're gonna root for him is, is that the kind of thing that helps you or hurts you is my question okay the way he was talking about it it sounded like he accepted it and didn't give a shit but obviously that has to linger a little bit but it i don't know like, i mean i'm rooting for him that's for sure i'm rooting for him i don't want to bet against him so i'm not going to i'll go i'll go with tim as well just because i mean this is one where i'm betting with my heart like he's still a good fighter he's favored in the fight I'm definitely too, yeah. I'm definitely f- factoring in who i want to win on that one um okay this is weird did jared gordon literally just pull out of this fight cole okay yes josh did i not say that before this started <laughs> yeah i was i literally i feel like i looked at the ufc website right before this just to confirm no when i was looking at the website or like just the mma talk website um i swear it said that jared gordon had pulled out yeah he pulled, he, pulled, he pulled out five hours ago yeah there you go so he's fighting but it just got announced he's fighting jesse butler who is i they don't have anything on this guy uh, um but he is favored okay let me see who Jesse Butler is. Um, let me look at his sure dog. He is twelve and four. He is a submission artist. Coming from Fury FC. And according to the UFC website, he is a what what was it? Minus uh, okay, come on. He is a minus one ninety favorite. I don't Ooh, it- Jesse Butler. <coughs> oh, now it did click in now. Yeah, on, for, on 48 hours notice. Like, I'm taking... I'm, t- I'm just... I'm taking Jim Miller. <laughs> I don't know. I can't bet on a guy that I don't know literally anything Bro, about. How is he a favorite in yeah. this? He must be a freak. Because I know they just they just adjusted that because it was a, basically... A, or are those, those must still be the odds when he was fighting Jared Gordon. They must just not have changed that yet. Um, I'm, oh, because I, no. I looked at the guy. He's not like some undefeated phenom. He's twelve and four, but I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Jim Miller. Bro, I don't know. I just have a <laughs> feeling. Well, um, give me feeling? Jesse Butler in this one. All right. Okay, co-main event. We have somebody I love to death. <laughs> Dude, I'm excited for this one. I love Alex Caceres. I love him. Um, Bruce Leroy is his nickname, but he this dude's striking is out. He's just so unique. His striking's out of this world. He's got funky submissions. He's kind of making a last little. Run. He's kind of making a little run right now. Daniel Pineda is hard to fade because he did just destroy Tucker Lutz and end that hype train. And, uh, Dude, Tucker, I was gonna say Tucker Lutz was on a roll too. Yeah, and, and Daniel Pineda dominated him. Um, I am still going with Caceres because that's my guy. He's got that dude's mindset is weird, not weird, but like it's just so unique. Like he 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 got he's got that samurai stuff kind of going through his head, like Jiri, like Yuri does. Yeah, bro. This I don't know. I'm like this dude. Dang it. Uh, I agree with you completely about Alex. I mean, he's just different. He's, like, unnatural. How do you train against a yeah. guy that fights like that? Pretty much is what it mm-hmm. comes down to. Mm-hmm. Daniel's sick, though. Like, he's someone – he's going to be a hard fight yeah. for anybody. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a – it's not an easy fight. I just lo- really, really like Alex Caceres, so I'm going with him. And then we what got – What is it – okay, I just looked at this. Daniel uh, Pineda has 0% um, – 0% of his fights and then decisions. Oh, well, I can, well, that's, well, Alex Caceres can crack. So, um, I love that. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Bro, that's right. Damn, all right. Uh, all right. Main event, we got KKF, Kaikar France, Amir Albazi. It's a pick em, minus 110, minus 110. This is Albazi's, like, first real test, um, like, big test, because I think it's a second ranked fight, but his, First ranked fight was against uh, Randy Costa, who's not even in the UFC anymore. Um, he's sixteen and one. He can base, he can do a little bit of everything. He's got five wins by knockout, nine by submission, nine first round finishes. But then you got Kai Car France, who's been 
the elite of the elite. It's basically been Figgy and uh, Moreno, and then a tier right below that has always been has basically been Kai and Pantoja and people like that. Um, so it's interesting. What are your thoughts on this, Cole? I mean, I completely agree with you. Where Kai, like, don't you think he just has that more experience? Kind of. Oh, he I mean, he's already at Moreno. Um, he hundred percent has more experience. Yeah. yeah. I saw this video where he wants Moreno like so bad. I can't see Kai losing this fight. Like, I mean, give me Kai Carpenter in this. Kai wants Moreno. He like he wants that rematch back. It was just a sweet like hype video with him in it, just explaining that whole situation. I like because I mean I know the fight. I think the fight only went like two rounds when they fought, Um, but Kai won the first round in my opinion. Um, Obazi is like. He just looks huge for a featherweight or featherweight flyweight. He really like when you see him. I don't know. Like I back, I I did heavily back Elbazi last week on this podcast, and I'm sticking with Elbazi. I think Elbazi is gonna win a decision. Is my prediction. I think it's gonna be incredibly. Close. I think it's gonna be very close. Cause I mean, Kai's got insane takedown defense, and I mean he trains with freaking like he trains with. Izzy, like who's known for his takedown defense against wrestlers and things like that, and he's trained with Volk and this and that. Like his takedown defense will hold up. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, I just think I think this is Elbazi's coming out party. I think this is the, uh, the he's the start of the new wave of flyweights coming up. Him and then Manel Kopp and Makayev, like they're all coming out. Dude, yeah, I mean, fair enough. You are a big, like, newcomer guy right now. You're not in love with any of those champs. But I agree with the decision here. But give me Kai Kara France. Don't I think him. he gets it done. I think he just weathers the storm. Yeah, yeah he's going to yeah. defend those takedowns for sure, I think. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, he's... I think yeah, he's just a better striker, so... I think it's going to be a three. I don't think... There, I don't see a finish. Because, I mean, Kai is good everywhere. Elbaz, I feel like Elbazi, like if he gets start, I, I feel like his. I've watched his his last couple of fights. If he gets in trouble on the feet, I, he's definitely smart enough to try to start shooting and trying to grapple and clinch and things like that. I I just I think it's gonna be a close like three two, um something around something like that. I think we know if Noah was here, he'd pick Kaikara France as well. He lo- he loves Kaikara France. I yeah. I do really like him, but uh, yeah. Let's get to our underdog. We had a week off where we didn't. Uh, bet on anything Cole I have my pick do you have yours God you do have your pick I do dude I mean like us remember I was just talking about before I really was asking questions about the Nurmagomedov and EDX yeah I think I'm scared to bet against those Russians dude especially I mean so I'm gonna stick with my head I'm not gonna go with that I'm going to go with your boy, Alex, against Daniel Pineda. Give me Alex over his 43 fantasy points. I like it. His fantasy. I mean, dude, we're talking about finishes. If he gets that finish, it's game over. Yeah, a a finish basically guarantees a win there. And, I mean, if it goes the distance, Caceres is going to throw strikes. Yeah. He's going to. Um, So, Cole, I'm going to – what I'm doing is I'm dabbling in the rivals little bit of things, Okay. Um, where you get a you got the fighter versus fighter, and I'm looking at significant strikes for a prelim fight, the Arlovsky Dante Maze. So Arlovsky gets a plus two and a half adjustment, and I don't think he'll even need that to outstrike Dante Maze. And I mean that because Arlovsky, like the last time we watched Dante Maze, he fought. Uh, why can't I think of who he fought? But he fought somebody who basically just gra- grappled him and wrestled him. Got he gassed out instantly. He didn't do anything. Um, and he didn't throw any strikes either. Arlovsky is going to – I feel like he's just going to chip away with leg kicks and things, and he might grapple and get some ground and pound and clinch strikes. I think that's easy I think that's easy money. So that's what I'm taking. Dude, I honestly like that. So, okay, so our so our, what is our final thing? So I have the um, Alex Caceres, his 43.55 fantasy points over. Yep. And you went with the rivals. Yep, rivals. Andre Arlovsky, significant strikes over Dante Mays. Arlovsky is a plus two and a half adjustment, um, and yeah, I think I don't even think he needs that, but it's nice to have a little buffer there as well. So no, no, let's go, dude. We might have to dip into those rivals more. Yeah, I try to sometimes, but 
hey, we'll take it. We only got two picks this week with yeah. no Noah, but we yeah. do have a pay-per-view next week in, uh, up in Canada, UFC 289. Cole, that's one thing I needed to touch on with you. So did you see that Sean Strickland and Chris Curtis started their own podcast? Time on. Oh, dude, I forgot that those two were freaking friends and training yeah. partners. I did not know that, but did you see Chris Curtis get into that weird fight with, like, that bully dude and yeah. Sean Strickland? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So Explain the podcast. They start, I did not they, know that. I don't even – let me find out what it's called. Um, but they started a podcast. One, who would give – why – who thought giving Sean Strickland a platform to speak on anything was a good idea? Because he shouldn't have one. Let's be real. Because he's gonna get, he's gonna say something that's gonna get him fired pretty quick. He's gonna say something foul for sure. Um, yeah. But I, I'm still trying to find uh, what it's called. But basically, the the reason I thought of it because yeah, they're buddies, him and Curtis. So Chris Curtis brought up women's MMA uh, because he's on the card next week, and. It's main evented by Amanda Nunes and Irina Aldana, two women's MMA fighters. And Sean Sean literally goes, I couldn't name one woman's MMA fighter. Who's Amanda Nunes? Oh, is that the big Brazilian chick who looks like the fighter from Mortal Kombat with the eight arms? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Sean Strickland. That's what Sean Strickland said. And it's like, it's called the man dance is what it's called. The man dance with Sean Strickland and Chris Curtis. So I might honestly tune into that and listen to it just because Sean. I'm, it's just a countdown to see when Sean's going to say something that's going to get him canceled. Um, you got to listen to it before it gets canceled for sure. Yeah. Um, did you see the video of Sean Strickland in the UFC Apex or PI or whatever it was with Bilal Muhammad? No. Um, so they were I'm, – I'm looking this up too, but – I mean, Bilal Muhammad is talk. He talks a lot of shit on Twitter, and he targeted some of that at Sean, and they went back and forth. And then Sean confronted him in the UFC Apex or PI or whatever, um, basically called him out, like trying to get in the ring to spar with him, and then called him Thunder Thumbs because he tw- all he does is tweet. <laughs> and Bilal Muhammad just stood there and took it, didn't say a word, um, which was kind of funny. So that's I, I just wanted to I, tell, like I wanted to ask you so. about that. That's pretty freaking. I mean, I'm not really fans of either of them, but I probably like Sean more than Bilal. So that's yeah, pretty oh, hilarious yeah. that oh, yeah. just stood there. And it. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have I am gonna tune into their podcast just to hear Sean talk and see what he says because he like he can be funny. He just pisses me off that's as a true. fighter because he just stands there and basically does nothing. Um, and then right. talks about wanting to go and die in there and stuff like that. But he's a funny dude. So, yeah, there it is. Episode 17 of the Glass Chin MMA mod, uh, podcast. So we will be back next week for UFC 289 in Canada. Nunez Aldana, Dariush Oliveira. Um, there's Lots uh, to talk about, dude. Oh, yeah, there's some fun <laughs> fights there. We got uh, – I am going to get – is it my third UFC champion next week? I believe it is when Irene Aldana beats Amanda Nunes. So I am ready to roll for that fantasy. But we'll have Noah back. Who knows? Maybe we'll get together, do a live. We'll see. Uh, but we will be doing it next week. So tune in. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.